0: Yo, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Setsu. Hey, it's your boy, Mangazi. What's up, guys? How's it been? It's been a minute. It's been a while, yeah. (laughs) So this is a very special episode, something that, like, really... was something we were really looking forward to. Right. It's what we started our first episode about, and now we're actually commenting on it actually happening. We finally experienced it for ourselves. And I think you know where I'm going with this. We're talking about the festival of Of Comic-Con. Let's go. All right. It's pretty much a celebration. It was like a celebration of your inner child, just externalized. And that's what I loved most about it. Like everything that we, like everything we experienced and like cosplay. You know how surreal
1: it was for me to walk around and just, like for the, for the first few minutes i was just glitching because like so many characters i know i could just see like you
0: could just see hey, cuz this like, was your first one right this was
1: my first comic con yeah
0: <sighs> yeah no it must have been some special <laughs> cuz you were all over the place like, dude were, i seriously you were in so
1: bliss. so i arrived with a group of friends right and i was like no what? no i can
0: stick with my friends right soon as we walked through the convention doors it was a nightmare overload like, yeah. like yo like guys you don't understand we were at a state like there was it was many groups and all that. it was one big group like which we were plan to like all go in together but people were getting caught out on so many different stop points and people want to play there people want to go do this so point that it was just unconventional or unpractical to actually like stay together so we'd just be like I right, know we'll see you when you see you. All right, let's get into it. Let's this get into is it,
1: yeah. You Had Us Sat Damn. All right let's get into it folks so first of all right this is the business nerd podcast right of course we have to be so serious there's there's a lot there's a lot we like mm. we we have a shit ton of geek culture that we enjoy Dude. but let's let's talk about comic con as an operation now yeah right the absolute scope of this thing bro is massive We had 60,000 people on the single day we went. There are multiple people across multiple days. This is a four-day thing. I mean, I don't need to tell you guys. If you're listening to this, you probably either, A, have been to Comic-Con, are interested in Comic-Con, or want to go to Comic-Con at some point.
0: Or probably cutting yourself that you didn't go. I don't know. I mean, I would too, man. I would too. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like,
1: the actual scope of this operation is insane. Yeah. Like... Think of it this way. You need to, one, um, get... Because you have your guest of honors, right? We're going to talk about panelists and how people get to be there in a second, right? But you have, like, guests that you have to get, right? That you want to be your headliners to attract people to come, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You need to get a venue, right a venue that is large enough to host the largest geek event in south africa because we don't oh, have many here
0: right we don't
1: there's only two i think it's only comic con and rage and then geek fest was i think geek fest didn't happen this year It doesn't isn't happening this year so it's like i don't know about it i'm not going to lie you see, i know probably, rage though yeah rage right so like yeah. there's not much there's not many of these things that happen especially in this country so that leads to a large group of people who like Oh, Snaps either this it's, time or it's, next year, yeah, right it's now or never, exactly. So, you got to create a venue for all of that, right? And then you got to deal with all the stuff that comes with that, right? Like, yeah. you got to deal with the parking situation, the security details, the oh. uh, just general stuff on the floor, that. the network, exactly. Your, right. Um, it
0: was. It was impressive that they actually managed to get this down. Like, really, it really was. Overall, like, there was a few snafus. Like, for example, there was no, like, there was no network if you weren't using Talcom.
1: Yeah. But I think that's, like, a quirk of the location itself, not yeah, a quirk of the of The event. The event. Um, but then also, one quirk that was of the event's fault, but really not, because we'll have an episode about them at some point
0: bloody escop <laughs> yeah yo that, yo that was actually a really funny situation yeah guys literally uh, I don't know if you guys know who Ross Butler is but if you've seen the Asian guy from 13 Reasons Why or Casey Undercover or Casey Undercover or Riverdale this dude's actually he's been he's recognizable he has a recognizable face he's even on Shazam exactly and he's gonna be on Shazam too. he was coming on he's pretty much he was our big headliner
1: yeah he was who we were waiting for. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were a lot of headliners here. There was uh, Jamie campbell Bauer. Yeah. There was the cosplayer Tamron. They, they were just, like, they they were some huge people here. But, like, yeah. this is, like, you know, the one that the stage got the most packed for.
0: Yeah, and um, literally, what, five minutes before he was supposed was to come on? It was the
1: second he was coming on, actually. Oh, word. Like, it was, like,
0: all right. Uh, it was, like, ladies and gentlemen, Ross Butler. <laughs> Dude, that was tough. And, like, as a country, we are like, we are just, like, we were just a bit embarrassed. I'm not going to lie. It's like, yo, damn. Now, he was really, and he just landed. He exactly. just landed to us. So I was like, yo, welcome to SA, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part-time electricity. That's literally it. I think another thing that was also, like, really, like, amazing to see or just crazy to see was the advertising, bro. Like, the, the marketing campaigns that were being conducted there from everyone, from KFC being, like, the main sponsor. They were the main sponsor of the pop culture section.
1: Oh, yes. It's right. Pop we actually, actually explain how this thing was distributed. So, it was basically split up into three zones, right? You had your main pop culture hall, right, which was all the... Everything you can think, your main things you can think of, your comic books, anime, right? Um, Just like general like artists and stuff like that, right? We're in the pop culture hall. Disney Plus. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Then you had your gaming hall, right? Um, Which was focused on all things gaming. Mm. Esports leagues from across the country were having their finals at like, the gaming hall this year yeah. with like the Telcom Versus series there was also the Valorant Red Bull Campus Clutch series that was happening it was just there's a lot of esports things that were happening there but yeah. then in general your gaming culture stuff would all be in there as well like your Street Fighter tournaments mm-hmm. your just Nintendo merch stuff like that right yeah. and then we had Kids Cotton, right which I admit I didn't really get to see much of but from what I heard it was mostly focused on like stuff that like y- you know y- your younger audience would enjoy a lot yeah. that, right like your pj masks and stuff yeah so
0: yeah right continue um you were saying right like the actual like the advertising it was was, it was insane another level like people were giving out like so many just promotions and prizes and and so many just competitions that were just conducted as like you could see that they see the market Mm -hmm. in us they see yo this big money in everything nerd that's right the merchandise that was there because those were crazy Exactly. There there was a lot. And just the sheer volume that these guys were able to push. It was just another level.
1: You could not turn your head without seeing a brand of some sort. Exactly. I can think like the biggest ones I saw were KFC. Yeah. Netflix. Funko bro and then um in the of game of course big daddy disney oh disney yeah right disney <laughs> took like close to the center actually they yeah. took like a large portion um yeah. and then there was also road Dude. uh which i mean as podcasters i was like yeah that, that's pretty cool um there was oh, freaking like eve tech there was symbiote there were just a lot there was a lot there was a uh, lot and a lot like you right they had general stores, but also just like the marketing of it right it's yeah it's crazy it's to get you to enjoy it and unfortunately right you might not get to enjoy everything because there's just so, so much
0: dude i still feel like we were i was like we were there from, from, from the i beginning. was there from gates opening yeah yeah so like nine hours but you still you didn't i didn't really there was like some point where i was like actually felt like i was getting rushed Exactly. Around the end, like I was like I was I couldn't find anything to like actually get. That's another problem that we kind of had.
1: Yeah, well, like we couldn't. Oh, So um, right. My main. Uh, so I walked into Comic Con, right. Thanks to this bastard right next to me and uh, another friend of mine, right. I saw something I wanted to buy right off the jump, right. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. It's this handcrafted set of dice for like you know like d sixes, just like a tabletop type dices, right? Um, and like I, I play a lot of tabletop games, so I was like, I would love this. This is really useful to me. I want this, right? But they were like, No, 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 no. Don't spend anything before twelve, bro. Don't spend anything before twelve. Otherwise, you're gonna be here, you're gonna be here the whole day, and you're gonna feel like oh snap, I saw something cooler, but I already spent my money, right? So I was like, okay, I'll believe them. I believe them. Yeah. I head out right the whole day. I'm like, okay, I'm looking for two things. I'm looking for either a piece of really cool merch that I really want, right? I like from any series that I'm really interested in, right? Yeah. Be it Miles Morales, Dude. uh, be it like cyberpunk, be it you know just anything like that. I'm really into, right? And I'm I was also looking for wristwear, right? Like wristbands, stuff oh, like that, right? Yeah, because yeah. like those can really accentuate a look you have, right? Like because I don't wear any at all, right? Mm. Normally, so I was like, think you know what? Maybe it's time to spruce it up, but that's what I was looking for. Those two things I was looking for, right? And then um, there was one, throughout the whole day, there was only one thing that caught my eye, really. Yeah. It was this one red Donkey Kong t-shirt from Nintendo, and it was beautiful, right? But didn't have my size, right? Oh, that's tough. So I was like, okay, cool. I can go back to my other one. Okay, oh, that's the only thing I wanted. So I can go back and go get the dice. No, dice was sold out
0: that's tough I'm not gonna lie I was led to believe that because I was like I looked at all the stuff and I could remember I was having flashbacks back when I was a kid and it was market day when Mm -hmm. oh just see something I'll just buy it right away and And then buy. by 10 10 (laughs) o'clock and then everything's probably gone half off or lower prices or whatever so I was like telling myself is like okay and even like I was even advising to you like let's just hold it down and then when it's time where like we feel like okay we've seen everything we know what uh, this place has to offer mm-hmm. that there isn't something that i know i'm gonna i would much rather want to pay for mm-hmm. let, then we go for it because it seemed like the wise thing to do and when i did that personally i it came to a point where so much stuff was happening that like i think it was only by four o'clock and that time it was like we were like i was planning to leave by five mm-hmm. i was like okay now i'm like rushed and all of that mm-hmm. and above mm-hmm. that I was hungry because I hadn't eaten in a while. Yeah. And about you don't have that, time. plus you're was, walking all day. You're walking all day and you're you're exhausted and it's like and then I was like, okay, looking around, looking around and growing in frustration because it wasn't balanced merchandise.
1: It really wasn't. Just the whole setup like it was great. It was so fun to see everyone, but like the shift in balance this year was really weird. So this is the first Comic-Con coming out of the pandemic, yeah. right? And we had a massive, like, distribution. Like, in previous years, it was roughly equal. It was, like, your general pop culture stuff, like your comic books, like, Western stuff, right? Yeah. You'd have your anime, and you'd have, like, your gaming, and what's that? And, like, there would be, like, a rough balance between all of them, right? And then there would also be, like, a huge section, like, you know, for, like, local indie stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. This year, the tilt towards anime was wild. It was crazy. Like, there was...
0: Like you really see the business of anime, like, like the a, the business of anime mad. has like
1: it grew so much in popularity because so many people during the pandemic who didn't might not have had time. Like ah, I'm not gonna watch Bleach. I'm not gonna watch Naruto. I'm yeah. not gonna watch all these anime. Or like
0: what it else really am I doing right now? Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, that that uh, was a that was the thing that was like ah. Uh. It and was it was quite apparent. I won't even lie. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, okay. So it was a struggle to find anything. And then when I did find something, it was like, I was like, yes, that's exactly it. It was a, I could see the shirt. It was like a Pulp Fiction red shirt. which I was like, yes, one of my favorite movies by one of my favorite directors. Quentin I Tarantino. I mean, we've got to have an episode about him, man. Yeah, just, just, of course. Just focused on this. Yeah, of course. It. Yep. And then it's like... um, we have to have that right written down. Yeah, exactly. Write, write, that, write, yeah, write, that, write that, that down. Write that down. But, yeah, I was like, okay, got that shirt. And I was like, got it. And I got my right size and all of that stuff. And I was amazing. I felt amazing. I was like, yes, finally. I got something for Comic-Con. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I achieved all the stuff. I got the recordings as to, like, you know, reactions and all of that. And video content, which mm-hmm. you guys are going to see. And above that, even got to spend time with my friends. And then also... What else? What, dude? Everything, and then and then I was able to get merch. I was like, yes, I'm happy. It was only when I got home and I stopped being hungry, or i would eaten mm. and I'm rested and all of that when I could see that my shirt wasn't an authentic Pulp Fiction shirt. It was a picture of um, a Jules and what's it? Oh, frick!
2: John I like, Travolta. I feel like a big fan <laughs> now, man. I know, I know.
0: It's Jules and John Travolta. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But yeah, um, and they're holding a beer. I was like, that's weird. And it didn't say pulp fiction, it said pub fiction. And that's one of the worst things ever. Oh no, you're home at this point. Dude, I'm home. I can't buy more. And this is the most expensive shirt. Like it's like, well, like 290 for a T. A basic graphic tee. And I was ah. okay with it because I was Comic-Con and I said, okay, souvenir. But I, I'm I, I
1: can't judge. The Donkey Kong T-shirt I want to get was $350. But, no, but it was authentic Donkey Nintendo. Kong, yeah. You
0: know what I'm saying? I was cool with the idea of a Pub Fiction shirt, but I'm not cool. I wasn't cool. I was still not cool with the idea of Pub Fiction. Like, like, yeah, especially since you don't even drink. Exactly, bro. It's so like, I'm like advertising something. I'm not. It's like if I wore a Marlboro Red exactly. shirt or like a vape shirt. I was, like, or you know, like, like Castle Lock. You know what like, do you know what i mean i don't drink any yeah, of this so. but hey it, it's that's just a, a soft a slow
1: spot um that was another thing right because the balance was so skewed towards anime right a lot of people who aren't really into anime were really kind of disenfranchised in terms of Alien stuff it. to buy right yeah anyway right so like for example okay i'm hugely into anime but not really the most popular of anime, right? yeah. so those wouldn't be the anime that get any sort of spotlight, right? Yeah. Um, or at least not currently. They would have been back in their days because I watch a lot of like older anime. Yeah. Um, so I would not find any merch of any anime I want to watch. So basically, to me, I was coming at it like just like an, a regular, like just like another person, right? And it was like. It was so hard to find anything I wanted, like, I, I, as I mentioned before, right? So it was like either I buy something I don't really want yeah, or I get something that is, you know, just like it's, it's, it's nice, but it's not satisfying. Right. Like that, that, that was my thing that was
0: my thing it, it was tough to deal with I don't see you as a or even like all those like Korean stuff and all of that I didn't see you as a a um, pop star yeah yeah there was also a lot of k-pop a stuff. lot of a lot of that stuff <laughs> stuff
1: it's just not me don't disrespect don't don't disrespect I'm sorry. yeah you guys I will are gonna... fight for you my k-pop stands okay I will fight for you nah I, know I'm, I won't let be... this man disrespect you I
0: know there's gonna be some like Nine year old Jim in Casey. for life. Let's go. I don't know who that is, but Jim in okay. Cool. <laughs> a nine year old girl just you know is gonna have a gun to my head when I get into a car. You know, you know, those mafia style. Mm-hmm. It's like, how dare you say that? About <laughs> BTS, <laughs> bow. <laughs> but, anyways, um, another part that I actually wanted to just also just touch in on is the heart of, of Comic Con. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what how many how many people like the 60,000 that were all gathered there and we saw like people from all walks of life like from old parents old fathers and stuff with bringing their little kids and cosplay and all of that like kind of goals Right. Kind of goals, right? That like, is goals right there like, like your wife And everyone committed to it and To
1: one outfit You know, I saw an Incredibles family dude, And that was just like That's oh, life in that, itself, that's, bro that's I, saw,
0: I saw Money Heist I saw, like, oh I saw Minions Like, fam, like extended family <laughs> Oh, like that's and talking so cool. Cousins and all, of, all <laughs> of them, bro And just seeing that Just seeing everyone And how Seeing how, like, pop culture And nerd culture Really unites people And especially it happening on On Heritage Day I'm not gonna lie It's a bit touchy In a sense that like I don't wanna say That like Okay I believe I'm solid in my heritage Mm -hmm. But I'm Starting to realize that This is a part of heritage too in terms of the definition of heritage, in terms of... It's something that's, like, we've grown up with that's formed our minds. It's like, you know, tapping into a younger you self. You
1: I wouldn't say it's a part of heritage. It is definitely a part of, cult, like, a, the culture. culture that we have. Though, yeah. Right? Because, like, personally, I find it, like, kind of, like, a shame mm-hmm. that, like... You know because they'd known this gonna be happening throughout the whole day right like mm. throughout like the whole year because we bought our tickets when in may already right mm. we bought our tickets a while ago so it was kind of sad that like there was no like spotlight of that yeah right? Of like hey south african heritage day it's south african comic con you mm. know it's african comic con yeah. but it's still south african heritage day like make it a banner at least right like something I, kind, I was actually kind of sad to see that because I got home right Yeah. and I checked my whatsapp and like all my statuses are like cousins and stuff who yeah, weren't there stage. dressed in like their traditional attire and I'm like man this is so cool Yeah. that would have been so cool I and mean, there's nothing that would have stopped me from just rocking that there right? yeah. nothing at all nothing against it it's just like There was just no spotlight for it, though. And I didn't see anyone else rocking it either. I saw
0: a few people. Okay. Yeah, I saw a few people. I'm not going to lie. And it was like, but it was all, all of it was just beautiful to see that so much stuff that we can all agree with in terms of we grew up watching Disney. We grew up watching so many different things Mm -hmm. that like now is like coming out. People are showing their love and appreciation for this intellectual property and... Conspiracy theory. What's
1: Disney paid to be the exclusive cartoon vendor there. There was no one else. You didn't see no Boomerang. You didn't see no Cartoon Network. At least not in the main. Maybe in the Kids' Con.
0: There was a SpongeBob something. Okay, okay. Yeah. Never mind, never mind then. Maybe yeah, I just didn't see it. Yeah, there was a SpongeBob. But it wasn't, it wasn't big. I think it was just that. You actually, It's you've unlocked something. I was like, I actually just realized it. I oh. only
1: saw Disney stuff.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. I did not see, yeah, Boomerang, dev- none of that. I didn't even see Scooby-Doo. Yeah, bro. And then, oh, oh, yes, also wanted to ask you about African creatives. And what was your take on that? And just seeing all of that. So, I, right. In terms of the the drawing space and, the
1: you know, artists. There are some amazing artists we have here, right? So, previously, I have gone to Rage. It's the only other convention I've ever gone to. It was Rage, right? And it was in twenty nineteen. It was at the same time as Comic Con, right? And which like it was a different experience because it was so empty because a lot of people went to Comic Con instead, right? But I appreciate that so much because I got to really talk to a lot of the creators, right? Like about like them operating in the South African landscape and their focus and everything. And to see a lot of those creators I saw at Rage. At yeah. Comic Con again, it was so like, hey, I remember you. Some of them were like, yo, I oh remember man. you. It was like, wow, that's beautiful. It man. was so fun to see, and like, can I just say, the art these people had was freaking insane. Like, if phenomenal. you know, like, the most dangerous point of Comic Con, right? Like, especially within like the first few hours when you arrive, yeah, is Artist Alley because there's just so much. Oh good stuff there right like I'm sad that I didn't get anything again but towards the end I didn't get it most of the stuff I wanted to get that I considered the start of the day were gone right but like that artist alley right was like this one section that was blocked off specifically for artists Mm -hmm. to just like talk about their art sign their artworks and everything right Mm -hmm. Uh, it was just
0: amazing dude amazing it's Uh, like you see the growth of it We see the growth of everything that's happening in In that whole space and Mm -hmm. and all of that and above that what i like about it having comic-con and stuff like this Mm. it's sparking the way forward in terms of like you know passing the baton inspiring Mm -hmm. and like you could see it in number one i'm a what we'll snip it right now is an interview to a creative a friend that i know uh he's a um stand-up comic animator just an artist of Of the making, like seriously, the guy's a legend, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he's kind of take with um, Comic Con and how he felt with it. And I know that it's other people who feel the same way. But anyway, ask me a question, I will answer it to my best ability. As an artist, an animator, a stand-up comedian, and just what photographer, what did this do in your creative spirit? That like Comic
1: Con today, yeah. it made me realize people are searching for weird different and different um, Wait, can we see it on your channel? Huh? Can we
0: see
1: yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Shit, 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 shit. So, um, <laughs> my point is, it makes me realize that more specifically, black people actually want to be around yeah. stuff. Like, don't get me wrong, the majority of people are still always going to be white people in this stuff. But it's like, it's nice to see people that look like you, not only cosplaying. But like talking to comic book artists, yeah. there's an industry and there's a want. If there's a want, then people will buy, people will get it. And I feel like more people need to just be comfortable being the That's the problem with us. We're like, so too busy trying to impress each other
0: instead of just having fun and doing what we wanted.
1: Like, dude. Like, right?
0: Right, right. And It's like, and it's like, it's actually exciting to seeing what's going to happen, what's going to come out of it as these, as more comic cons and more rages and all of that come, come into fruition. So
1: actually, yeah. So there was a point in the day where you were kind of like our on-the-scene correspondent for the You Have Me A Damn podcast show, right? That's what it's all about. So, you had an interview, another mm-hmm. interview, right? Yeah. With a
0: pretty big comic book artist. Dude, I got to talk to Zach Howard. Like, that's crazy. And I'm not going to lie. I was like, okay, let me just see I saw his stuff was interesting and he seemed very friendly and all of that. We started talking. And I was like, wait, wait, but this would be great for You Have Me A Damn. Yeah, so, hey.
1: We'll slot another snippet right now of like the first part of your conversation with Zach Howard. Yeah. You
0: sound like you're from the states, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your, what do you think about like I don't know international like I don't know comic book creation in the state
2: that it is in right now? I think it's well on its way. Do you know who Common is? The actor? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. So I was hired to make his first comic, make him into a comic book character. Uh, my company was back in the day and I ended up hiring a South African his name is Jason Masters. Yeah, and I guess uh, He was like one of only two artists in South Africa where now uh, I Think it's like five four yeah. five years later. Look at this convention. Yeah. yeah, so imagine this another five years Yeah, start yeah. You got a DC Pro hopefully you got uh, Jason Masters you have Sean Isaacs. Yeah Soon you're going to have 10. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's exploding. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. are excited, I mean. yeah. And then what are your, how can I say, reaction to like Comic-Con essay? I'm uh, wildly impressed, because when I travel, you never know what you're going to get. And this is a big show, well set up, everyone is happy, everyone is nice. It's refreshing, it's, yeah. it's been a blast. I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, welcome
1: to Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. awesome guy like bro, i love
0: his energy like, oh seriously he's and everything he's like man's american he's american it's actually surreal to talk
1: to like an american yeah irl like, like,
0: yeah yeah it is it is online. It's a bit weird but like but like know? um
1: he also had a lot to say about like so, like creation yeah you know about like the people actually making artworks and like Getting it out there, you know, yeah. like, like we'll slot in that segment now. But like, you know, it's pretty cool stuff. Pretty mm-hmm. cool stuff, right? Uh, in terms of South African artists, what would you suggest we focus on in terms of getting like a more mainstream appeal? In the comic book industry?
2: Start drawing uh, things to get mass appeal. So, one, you have social media. So, there's that makes the world small and it very expansive. So, anybody can see anybody's art anywhere at any time. So get your art out there. Really, I didn't have social media when I started, and that sucked. You know, you had to meet people, you had to mail things off, like, and you never knew if they got it or not, or oh, it's if just they a even mystery. It, yeah. yeah, they could just toss it away. The mailman could have used it as trash, toilet, toilet paper. paper. There you go. <laughs> Don't know. So uh, take advantage of that. Uh, hit social, put all your stuff on there. And another great thing, which I didn't have access to, you can meet editors and other artists and pros and actually talk with them. So that they, and in doing that, you're going to build relationships. And everybody's going to teach you more things, and you're going to get better and better. And eventually, once you start really kicking ass, it doesn't matter where you're from doesn't matter what language you speak, uh, people just want kick-ass art. So that's what I would say. Concentrate on kicking ass. Kick ass. <laughs>
0: Kick ass. All right, <laughs> uh, dude. And just like, you yeah, know, just talking to him was just incredible to see. And it was incredible for my boy, Chobani, who was an actual artist, and just being inspired to like, okay... Someone who's America, who's, who's in the States and seeing how the world, the landscape has changed now because of the internet connectedness mm-hmm. and globalization mm-hmm. that social media has brought in. Like the power of that. Exactly. Right? People are not caring where you're from. It's just the, you having good art, pretty much. One of my favorite aspects of Comic-Con, right? Yeah.
1: There was a cosplayer who was there. Right? Yeah. And freaking amazing guy, right? Um... I unfortunately didn't get to take a picture with him, uh, Tamarin, Right, he is this larger-than-life personality, yeah. right, and he's a professional cosplayer. Yeah. Right, to think that some cosplays there put his to shame was just insane for me to see. Yeah. And he brought it up when he was like on stage, where right? he's like, you know, South Africa has such an impressive cosplay culture here Dude. that like the percentage of people. In South African Comic Con, who actually committed to the cosplays, right, is much larger than most other places, right? Yeah. And they're good cosplays. They're not just, like... Dude.
0: Like, I saw uh, um, Raiden. You know, rated from from the metal gear solid no 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 no, no Mortal, G- Mortal, Mortal oh Kombat. that raid oh this wow this guy had leds in the hats and all of that and down here in the arm so at night you could, could see, see it. oh that's it amazing
1: incredible. i think cool. the most cool cosplay i saw was this lady who was dressed up as um one of the hottest games at the moment like stray it was like this this cat in the post-apocalyptic world right that oh you control, I, and know with that. I know robots. Exactly. Heard about that. Yeah. yeah so she was dressed as one of the robots from that game right and it was such like an elaborate thing yeah. like just so blocky and everything that, like to the point where like she couldn't bend down to pick up stuff right Dude. so she had
0: to like keep People stuff were carrying big arms People and, were carrying and take swords tentacles tentacles And hey. it's like you forget yo this is SA, so yeah, you right. could really see that Like, it's just, it's infected us and it's got us, it got our hearts, pretty much. We are
1: big nerds in this country, man. We're big nerds, like, straight up. Um, To a point that Khavani raised, right? Like, it was so interesting to see, like, how many just black people or, like, people of color who were so interested as well. Because I know, like, back in my family, outside of me and my sister, almost no one gives a shit, right? (laughs) Like, maybe, like, one other cousin. Yeah. But most people are like, oh, from afar, right? I wouldn't. Do it, but you do you, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the thing that, like, you know, so many other people
0: were there and in it, right? Bro, it was beautiful. It was
1: amazing.
0: Like, yo, nah, there was so many damn moments in there.
1: So let's talk about how an artist actually gets into Comic Con, mm-hmm. right? Like, so because, like, let's say you're listening to this now, right? You're an artist you might be like, you know what, hey, I would love to show off my stuff there, right? Let's talk about how that happens, right? Mm. So how it generally happens is there's an application that's opened up, right, on the Comic-Con website, right? The the website stays up all year round, right? They'll have a website up, they'll be like, hey, applications are now open, right? You submit an application, you send them a piece of your, like you send them some of your art or some, whatever something you do or an application to be like in the store or something Mm -hmm. like that, right? They screen everyone. And I'm sure they get hundreds of thousands of applications. Yeah. Right? So they need to take, like, really interesting... Which is sad because that will kind of skew things towards those with an already recognized audience. Yeah. Right? That will, like, skew it that way because, like, I mean, from the business standpoint, you're not going to put someone who has five followers there, right? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense.
0: And you know, shun someone who has, like, 50,000.
1: Exactly, right? Because, like, you're thinking about, hey, who's going to get us the most tickets sold here, right? Because this is this is an operation at the end of the day. Um, so what they'll do is they'll do a screening, right? They're, they generally do try to, like, pick up some smaller people as well, right? Mm. Um, and they do a great job at it. They try to get some indie companies as well who are, like, starting stuff up, right? Which is really cool. Um, and then after the screening process you will get you know like notification of hey this is great we like your stuff you can come through you can set up you obviously pay a fee to be there yeah right and the size of your fee determines the size of the space you need and everything like that which is why your multi million multi-billion dollar corporate corporations like disney and kfc had disney kfc netflix had like
2: Huge,
1: Yo. like huge spaces, yeah. right? And like, you know, you're in KFC Indi- had the main stage. KFC, Brad, like, yeah, I think KFC was the main brand sponsor this year, yeah. right? So, like, they paid, I'm sure they paid a lot for that. Yeah. Um, KFC was the main brand sponsor. Like, um, there was, yeah, there, you just get a huge amount of, like, space if you can pay the most. But if you're an artist as well, what really matters is, like, positioning yourself well. Because There were some really cool things that I found so much later in the day because they were like in not the best spot. Like something that I felt should have been in like Artist Alley, for example, was not like Street Con. And I was like, why are you guys here? Yeah, yeah, I get that. I I mean, I get that like your vibe is that, but like. But it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, like you're competing with like neon signs, tattoo parlors and everything like,
0: you know, you
1: guys should be up there because, yeah. like, you're doing something really cool. That is still streetwear and stuff, right? But it's, like, you know, this is, like, much more focused, I guess, right? Mm. Um, so, yeah, just where you position yourself is really interesting. Like, I mean, a kind of a flaw, I guess, of the system or just, like, the way it is is that, um, like, you won't always, like, find everything when you're there, which is what we mentioned before, right? So, like, there are a lot of stuff that were in, for example, the cosplay section, right, that I only got to see for, like, a second. Heck, yeah. some friends I went with didn't even know there was a cosplay section where you could Do just that. go, which was, like, madness, right? It's wild. Um, but, yeah, you know, so, like, if you want to be a Comic-Con, um, I encourage it. I saw a lot of South African independent comic books, like, start to finish. This one artist um, spoke to me, and a friend of mine, Kassim right? Um, yeah. And he was talking about how he spent like two years just writing the story before he even put it to ink, right? So the story was start- was like done from the jump, which I respect so much. So yeah. you know that no matter what happens, this is not a story that's just going to drop off the face of the earth, yeah. right? Because the story is done. They're just inking it. They're just drawing it now. Wow. That- that's so cool, right? Not like you canceled Netflix shows.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: ha, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a shot. That was a shot. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how you, that, that's how you,
0: dear listener, can get Yo. into Comic-Con. Damn. Damn, bro. Comic-Con, dude. I, I'm still at all. I think when you're done, you just, at the end of everything, you forget, like, the dopamine and everything and the novelty of everything so new and and just amazing and all of that. You forget how tired you are. But once it's done, you're like, I don't want to see I, this. I
1: couldn't stand up when I got home. Like, I, dude, I, I, laid, I laid
0: down on my bed and I was like... I can't get up. I'm done. I, go, I can't get up. <laughs> I'm done. It, it was over. It was like, over. Like, dude, and I can't imagine people who were there as as guests for weekends or double t- or twice. I have some friends who went, like, all four
1: days. That's crazy. I, but I can't. think about it. If you know you're going for four days, though, you probably won't do as much on each day. Yeah, So you're going to go to one section and focus on that section. That yeah. Day, right? Um, and a lot of them who were going multi-day were doing it to do different cosplays every day, which I
0: found really cool. That's dumb. So, yeah, what was your favorite thing? My favorite thing has to be, I don't know, I enjoyed most of all just experiencing with my friends and my sister. That was just that was just sweet just having that whole network around you because the last Comic-Con I went to, I was with just one friend that I knew and then didn't really rec- know or recognize anyone. But this one was one where I could see that there was a lot of people that, you know, they're they're with you. It's like your network wasn't far off every time. Exactly. You could like,
1: because we have this really tall friend, JD, right? You could just look around, spot JD, and it was great, right? Like, yeah. So, my favorite aspect of Comic-Con was, like, just like all different cosplayers. Dude. I I, I loved it. I genuinely loved it. Like, Um, also okay yeah. there's also the fact that esports is so big in SA now which is amazing I'm pretty sure we will soon get like a full esports convention because that's for sure it's kind of getting ridiculous how much of the whole they took up now right it was like yeah it was great but like I just loved the cosplays man like walking around and spotting a character be like hey that's that hey that's that what would what would have been cool if comic con did like a bingo card right they were like (laughs) spot this character yeah and like take a selfie with them and like, you know, show that or something and then like, you win something, that would have been freaking amazing. Right. right? Oh
0: yes, my also, my another damn moment Mm -hmm. is the community bro. For real. Do you understand like, dude, no one had any, any cosplayer, like, it's not like you're asking a celebrity for a photo and you're bothering them. Mm -hmm. They're down to do it. They're like, they want to join in on the fun and sharing that joy of knowing and liking a character enough to number one you as a person Approach wanting to take
1: and then like wanting to take a picture
0: with them and then right. the other one just putting the effort into like wearing it out and and bringing it this character into life into an imitation of that and that was just beautiful that man. was amazing yeah now this was a long special
1: it was a long special but it was a very special day right so yeah man you, you had us sat, sat down, down.